0: back to good people bad tv i'm alex
1: i'm scott
0: and we are coming at you sort of well rested sort of exhausted we took a couple weeks off um for vacation and some travel for work but we are back and better than ever and ready to talk batch with you
1: we are It was an intense episode. It was. We are in a bit of a goofy mood, so I'm curious where this is going to go. We are
0: really sorry. I'm in quite the mood. Um, I also just would like to let you guys know that I do remember what happened this episode. So that's great news for everyone so that I can actually talk about it. Scott doesn't have to remind me. I'm proud of you. And I just warmed up by talking about it on the phone with my friend Jenna. I cannot tell you. How many text messages, I can't, I can't tell you, how many text messages I received last night with people being like, did you watch? I know you watch. What are you thinking? Um, I received uh, three text messages like that last night. And I was amazed at how many people wanted my input and then promptly reminded them that we have a podcast. So if you are one of those three friends and you're listening, I'm glad you're here. You're going to get my unabridged thoughts.
1: Wow, like a good twenty percent of our listeners texted you. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even count how many that is. We're
0: getting yes, that's it's more than it's slightly more than (laughs) twenty percent. No, slightly less than twenty yeah, percent. Sorry, these are three new
1: map. listeners now, so we are just growing exponentially. One,
0: one of them is definitely a listener who listens often and shares the pod. Thank you. Oh, friend. that's very kind. And the other one is someone who didn't know we had a pod because they're not super active on social media. Um, we haven't talked to them in a while, which made it also great that we got their text. Um, and then the third person was someone I used to work with who I don't know if she knows, knows I have a pod, but anyways, glad. Glad to discuss. Glad to be here. So glad we have this outlet.
1: We are here with. Probably... So I don't have to
0: repeat it eight times. I can just say it once, and it's written in stone.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> My N- thoughts are final. Never evolving.
1: Yep. We won't edit anything. We this typically is unfiltered. don't. Unfiltered.
0: We. So when we were on vacation, oh, we Lord. were with two of our dear friends, and they said, "So, like, how much do you guys like prepare for these?" And I said, well, my prep is typically asking Scott what happened and then starting. And that's pretty much it.
1: And that's fair. Yeah. Um, But I think this one was hard to forget. This is definitely probably the um, the most fascinating watch since probably Becca and Ari.
0: Strong agree. Yeah, that's a great comparison, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess obviously very different content, but the, well, I don't know. I I may have I may have a more cynical take on the editing of this portion because the Ari and Beckos was much more unfiltered. Um,
0: Yeah, I think this mm -hmm. was edited. I mean, we they didn't they just chopped off the beginning and the end of the Ari stuff. Like we got like live feed body cam situation with that. This felt more edited, obviously um
1: yeah because i assume like the greg and katie stuff went on well at least when he went back the following day that yeah. whole ending piece uh, i bet that was i mean you've gone through a breakup i bet that was two hours long yeah I and imagine. they like cut it down to whatever
0: yeah mm-hmm. I, and i'm curious about that okay so clearly we're jumping right in do we want to start with either of the other dates first before we get in let's do that so that we don't right, miss okay
1: well, we'll start with the Greg foreshadowing from the beginning of them cutting to him on the balcony through the bushes or through like the, the trees yeah. getting a glimpse of their date
0: of their hockey date. Yes. Their Canada themed date, which was basically a copy and paste of Serena P's date a little bit, except instead of poutine, it was syrup. Right. And more sexual innuendos.
1: Yes. About maple syrup, which, which, did not sound good to me, but I think Blake is just down for whatever.
0: I think Blake is certainly a freak. Uh-huh. Certainly. Without a doubt.
1: Yeah, but I don't think he's, like, overly strategic about it. I think he just kind of shows up and, like, whatever's there, he just makes use yeah,
0: of Yeah, listen. <laughs> he's just down. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Maybe some buts, uh-huh. but... <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about those two dates. Yeah. So yeah, we got some foreshadowing with Greg looking like with his resting sad face over. Do you think he actually saw date.
1: them or do you think that was
0: No, I think he did. I mean, he said he did.
1: Oh, that's right. He did say that in the
0: He's like I accidentally saw some of your date, um, and basically it made me crazy. And um the last couple of days have been really hard for me watching you have connections with other people. So we get Well, that's later on. So we get him watching, but it seems like him and Katie have a great date. Blake and Katie. Blake and Katie, sorry, yeah, have a great date. It seems they're just so natural together, for sure. And I think that even came into play when we saw her with his family as well. Mm -hmm. I think she really naturally fit into that family. Um, They seem like a ton of fun, really lighthearted people, which I think Katie is too, um, and I think sometimes like when you meet somebody's family, it, it can really shift things for you. And it, it seemed like maybe that, cause she was so, it seems like so far this season, she's been so sure it's Greg. And I think Greg was right about one thing that like, there was more of a shadow of a doubt than there ever has been before with him and Katie. Um, and I think it could have been because she fit in so well with Blake's family.
1: Hmm. What do you think? I I don't know. I think we have talked about this in the past, maybe not on the pod, but I think we both uh, kind of assume, or we watch these these hometowns and we assume the families that it looks like they connect with the most, like that really changes their opinion. And I don't think it ever actually does.
0: You don't think so? Well,
1: because I think Matt and Michelle, like, I think he fit in just so easily with her family and that didn't shift his opinion at all. Cause, um, and I feel like, I just feel like we've seen this a couple different times. I, yeah. That's the most specific one that jumps to memory. Um, yeah, that's true. But if you asked me after hometown dates, I would have said, yeah, Matt and Michelle lock it down. Yeah. And, um, and that wasn't the case. Um, yeah. so I think, I think we read into that, more. Maybe more
0: as the audience, as like a.
1: Yes, I think the lead is just kind of. I think at that point you're pretty set, unless something goes like unbelievably bad. Yeah. Uh, which happened. <laughs> yes, also that. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. Agree. I did seem like she fit in well with Blake's family. I thought that went pretty well. They make just I as was... many
0: sex jokes.
1: Yeah, they, they were absurd. Um, they also they played into this weird narrative that there are no horse horses in canada only moose even though like they're famous for their mounted police which are
0: i was just thinking about that i've listened to a lot of canadian true crime (laughs) podcasts actually
1: that sounds right
0: (laughs) (laughs) they're really good um it's called somebody knows something that's free promotion for you guys Uh um but yeah they just like make lame jokes they seem like a good time to be around Um, i did actually
1: i appreciated that his sister like got to be the audience's voice for a second and be like, yes. Hey, so you've fallen in love with three people in like on this six, show, in like six months. Yeah. Um, you sure you're good. And which I think is a question that Katie is probably also thinking, which I think is why she's been a little bit hesitant on Blake, even though they, they have, have a pretty have easy, chemistry, ke- an yeah. easy chemistry. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I don't know. Blake just seems very content with playing his part on this TV show. Mm. Even though he didn't say, I love you to Katie at the end and still hasn't.
0: Do you think um, he is in love with Katie?
1: He said he was. Oh, did he? uh, Pretty much to like his parent or to his mom and his sister. But he never really, um, he's like, yeah, like I want to say it to Katie, but I'm not going to. And it's hard for me to tell if it's just like, okay, this is Blake's second and a half go around on this show. Yeah. Does he just know what to say at this stage. Um, but then he, he didn't actually do it, which would have been like the realest moment from Blake. And I still feel like I don't know the real Blake. So I'm a little bit worried about yeah, that.
0: Yeah. I think also like um, he's gone through the process and he is friends with a lot of guys from his original season. Right. And I think there is a level of self and image protection that you do as well. Sure. Um, like you, like, Once you're in Bachelor Nation, like as a former contestant, you become friends with a lot of the people. And like probably most infamously, the person who like and probably most recently who got their heart broken the most that really seemed like they were winning is Blake, as we mentioned before on Becca's season. And he, you know, was blindsided because he so thought it was him. And then it ended up not being. And mm-hmm. so I think there is a level of like self protection of I'm not going to say I love you because I don't want to look like an idiot, and I'm friends with all these people who have gone through this, and I don't want to like, you know, just look like the guy that says I love you to every bachelorette that crosses his path, you know.
1: For sure, for sure. I think Blake the Blake comparison is is apt, and we'll probably Blake we'll, to Blake. We'll come back to. Well, I think more Blake to Greg is it probably a better, true. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll get to that comparison um but yeah anything else from blake's date
0: um i i just would like it known um that i'm just not that into
1: syrup oh okay just i just did like... not know where we were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> any and all syrups specifically maple
0: i'm just like not really yeah i'm not really into maple syrup or like maple flavored things like some people are really into it
1: that's true. We were sharing pancakes one time, and I poured maple syrup on them, like every sane person does. Well, first
0: of all, hold on, wait, pause. <laughs> you so these were out. these. <laughs> yeah, you know, Scott and I like don't argue that much, and we were with a, our couple friends, and we took them to breakfast at this like very famous breakfast place in Pittsburgh, and they were strawberry stuffed crepes, and they already have like some brown sugar in them and the strawberries, and I just like that flavor, and I don't really like syrup. And Scott and I always split an omelet, and that you guys are really good. I'm sorry about this personal anecdote, but um, so I look over, and Scott usually starts with the pancakes, I start with the omelet, and then we switch. And so Scott is starting to pour syrup on the pancakes, and I like, I go, What are you doing? And our friends like look up from their meals and are like, What? it's like friends they're like scott's friends that i like have only met a couple times and yes. they, i was like what are you doing he was like putting syrup on the pancakes <laughs> like a normal person And i was like do not let that touch me don't put it on my don't put
1: it on my wall that was good thing you didn't end up with a canadian this would not have gone well
0: this would not Blake have gone is well it's not a
1: match for you Hopefully i know
0: for i know um but um anywho
1: yeah
0: <laughs> that's speaking
1: all of, yeah. Continuing on with the people we feel sorry for at the end of this episode, yeah, Justin.
0: Okay, were you also sad that Justin's parents just seemed completely disinterested in showing up for him?
1: I was, and and it was hard to tell if it was TV show related or COVID related, like if they just, like, we think this show is ridiculous, we're not coming on, or like...
0: They just also didn't uh, seem like they had time for that phone call with him where he was like, please come
1: well and, i mean they clearly had already had the conversation like but you have to like remake the phone call for tv and, like and...
0: not me thinking that this is the time <laughs> how, many, how
1: many bravo shows do you watch where they recreate phone calls <laughs> <laughs> lady
0: i know i'm, I'm sorry
1: i'm, I'm nervous sorry nervous for you right now no
0: i just take everything at face value and just i just trust it with these shows i i give fully into the illusion i'm sorry
1: (laughs) but yes it was still sad that they wouldn't come and he, he definitely seemed frustrated and yeah. got pretty short with them. No, well, they were short with him as well. Um,
0: Everyone on the internet has been like, it sounded like his mom was like running errands and like didn't want to take the call. And like yeah. it's staticky and not clear. And she just seems like, all right, got to go. The like dinner timer just went off. Yeah. <laughs> like, but no, I felt bad for him. So he brought in his two friends. They seem like a wily crew.
1: Is that a good thing?
0: I'm Uncle- I can't decide. Uh, okay. I was just trying to imagine what these three humans do together as an activity.
1: Um, I think during their quarantine Zoom happy hours, they all practiced drawing roses together <laughs> and got really good because, um, as we know, Justin can only draw roses. Um, and-
0: something that the internet didn't talk about enough was, like, when Katie went back to her room and cried at the end, that they, like, flashed to the picture that Justin –
1: Like it was just hanging there on the wall. It was hanging there
0: on the wall, and I think it was production just reminding us, like, as a reminder, Justin is still here.
1: Yeah, (laughs) like it was half comical thinking about Justin, like, just like being oblivious to all this, like sitting in a room on this resort, but also like kind of sad.
0: I know, because it's just clearly like I don't the least deep connection from what we've seen.
1: Right. I'm like does he actually like her? I think he does. Well, he said he loved her or was like falling in love with her and she said like I'm proud of you or something for like expressing his emotions or something. And I was like, "Oh, that's not good." Yeah, Katie then, does
0: really it, give off big mom energy.
1: Yeah. This was like
0: big like I'm I here was, to solve your mommy issue energy.
1: A little bit. I will say terrible episode for Greg not a great Katie episode either. I don't think she, I couldn't tell if it was like, well, Michael just went home and she's just going to go robotic on the, on us for this episode. Like one of Justin's friends, like asked her, like, like, Hey, like, like tell me about yourself. Like, I don't know you or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, well, you know, they asked me to be the bachelorette and who wouldn't want to date. 20 guys or whatever. She said something along those lines. And it was like a very like weird answer to a tell me about yourself question.
0: Well, yeah. So it
1: was either edited weird or she was just very uncomfortable. And And... like,
0: here's the thing. All season, Katie's been like, be vulnerable, be deep. And like kind of making all, all these people have like, you know, hard, vulnerable conversations. And then she got like really weird about opening up this week. You know what I mean? Like, with Greg, I even. was going to push
1: you on this point later, but you were bringing it up first. Why? Because I knew I was going to have to play devil's advocate in our Greg conversation.
0: Because I'm not into so, Greg. I'm mad at Greg.
1: Well, I was also very mad at Greg in Scott's the moment. Scott's really but mad I, at Greg. Yeah. But I spent most of the evening trying to find an angle to play devil's advocate for you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I'm angry and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> Um. okay anything well yeah so Justin's day was just kind of weird I felt bad that his family wasn't there his friends were kind of kooky it kind of looked like they hired like fraternal twin brothers to play Greg's friend and Justin's friend um,
1: oh yeah like me, I thought that was Greg's brother the whole time and yeah because friend. he yeah. I actually at
0: first thought that was his brother as well because yeah. they do look more alike and have the same silly haircut but then it wasn't and his brother was like his brother looked like, like a bully in a '90s show.
1: Oh, like Buzz from Home Alone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or what was um? What like was the, the name of the guy with the gelled and hair and then like a little bit
1: spike? Spike. Spike. Yeah. <laughs> that that's it. That's the one. I walked right into that.
0: <laughs> you did walk right into that. Um. But anywho, okay. Enough about Justin.
1: Okay. So yes, yeah, so they ended weirdly, and. I don't know what is going through Justin's head, but no. if he, like, thinks he's in this. But,
0: or does but, he think, like, I'll just hang out but for also, a little bit longer? side note, Justin
1: is final, two on The Bachelorette.
0: <laughs> also that. <laughs> Scott's feelers. Um, okay. So, we got Greg's date, and he did, like, a jersey date. Jersey-themed date. Yes. And they played basketball.
1: Well, that was... Like hey, here's a thing I used to do with my dad. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, yeah. not. But no, not there was like, no yeah.
1: jersey theme there. It was just like hometown. Well, you get the idea. Like it was This is what I do with my family. Yeah. was the was the purpose.
0: I guess that kind of just went right over my
1: head. Oh. Okay.
0: Anyways. Um yes. No. I um, guess? Sorry, I'm back. <laughs>
1: no, I'm joking. Um
0: okay so they did that and here's the thing scott so when we watched all the previews for this season not once did i think to myself we're in new mexico and in this preview there are a lot of kisses in the rain that's weird because we're in the desert not once did i think where did why did these rain kisses happen and I never thought they would bring in two rain machines, and yet here we are. I just never questioned it for a second. And I would just like to bring that up in case anybody else is with me on that.
1: Yeah, I don't think I thought about it. No,
0: <laughs> it's just like oh, I was of course, like, oh, yeah,
1: they travel around the world on this show, yeah, because that's what they do. Okay,
0: and I'm glad that, it wasn't just my brain.
1: No, yeah, yeah, I guess we did get so into them being. Um, uh, them being close to us last time at the resort in Nemecolon. That's true. And this time, just because we don't really know anything about this resort, it hasn't really felt like that much of a character. Yeah,
0: and I guess, um, like, staying in one place, like, we're so used to it evolving and changing, but staying in one place, like, I guess I haven't really reoriented myself from, like, any other location. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyways. Okay, that was point number one. Okay. okay, then we go into time with his family, mm-hmm. and his family makes this beautiful little, like, montage video about how much they love him and what a great uncle he is and all of that, um, and all of them very clearly still have a lot of grief surrounding the death of the the patriarch of the family, of Greg's sure. dad, um, and that yeah, was...
1: Like, that was clearly, like, clouding over everything. Like, ne- yeah. neither you nor I have lost a parent. Yes. Um, so I, I certainly don't know what their family's experience.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I
1: don't know. I think it was two years ago. That it yeah, I think two years ago. I think it's what Greg said ago. in their first one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does just, like, so I don't know how long. I think it would be with me for the rest of my life. Oh, probably. absolutely, yeah. Um, but that did seem to kind of be clouding clouding over the whole family dynamic there yeah and, and it, it was hard all, to kind all of, of them parse through that
0: yeah all of them seemed to say something along the lines of and I didn't check it off to make sure they all did but it seemed like all of them were saying you know I just haven't been the same since we lost dad
1: they did say that um, and then his brother even said like we haven't talked about it or at least the two of them together haven't had yeah. talked about it uh, which I I was surprised to hear that yeah um,
0: and you know, I'm a big talker about things. I like to talk about all the things. I don't like to keep things bottled up. I don't think that's healthy. And so that like that's a tough and that that makes for a tough family dynamic too. Oh yeah. I think when people don't want to talk about things. So
1: yeah. I can and I think Greg in particular is is not very good at, at communicating, um, at least about intense emotions. And like obviously that we got the climax of that this yeah. episode, but in their first one-on-one, like you and I were both very out on Greg from the beginning because, like initially, Katie brought up that like, hey, we're doing this like outdoorsy date and this campsite date. This is kind of what I used to do with my dad, mm-hmm. and he passed away like I think maybe ten years ago or so. yeah, and uh, and Greg just like gave her nothing at that yeah, it was that first really date. It was really bizarre. really weird, and then it kind of came full circle at their first dinner at the dinner in that date when he shared about his dad also passing away. And that was yeah. kind of like, I guess not to belittle it, but it kind of felt like they're like trauma bonding moment.
0: Yes. No, absolutely. Um, but that, yeah, that was our first signal that Greg does not know how to communicate or process emotions.
1: Yeah. At least not intense emotions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think that was our first kind of, Red flag, for lack of a better term, right? Um, and that really came through. So it, here was the thing that made me the most upset about Greg last night, because I think it, it's hard to like recap what happened. Yeah, was, say I don't
1: want to go like bullet point by bullet point. Let's just it was let's just, just talk about.
0: Yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> so here was here was the thing that made me the most mad and that set me off right from the get go. I think it's a very dangerous game to play with your partner when you make them try to guess how you're feeling. And then are mad if they don't get it right. Mm. And that's what Greg did right from the get go. And that had me so out. Like he kept being like, what do you think's wrong with me? What do you think I'm upset about? What do you think? It's like, no, 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 no. This, it's not her responsibility to process your emotions. She is here to talk through them with you she's glad but for her to guess like don't make her guess how you're feeling communicate that that is an important part of a relationship and when he you just you never put a partner in a good place when you say like guess how I'm or like you bottle it up and show this mild bit of like bubbling rage or sadness or whatever it is underneath the surface and make them Try to figure out why and also how to fix it, mm-hmm. especially when this is your first, like, major emotional situation, right? Like, I'm trying For to think the if they of have them
1: as a couple. Yeah,
0: okay. like, yeah. that's like, not a good thing either. Like, this is your like, how is she supposed to magically know what's going to make you feel better when you feel like this? Like, she can try to get around it and talk about some of it or whatever it might be. But she doesn't – making her responsible for identifying your feeling and fixing it is not – is never going to get you in a healthy spot as a couple.
1: No, definitely not. Um, And I fully agree with you if this were like a normal relationship setting. I think I'm just approaching that. Like, I think I feel really bad for both of them. Oh yeah. And I think, I just think where Greg is in his life right now kind of makes the way this show pushes you through a relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it was impossible for him to handle well.
0: Yes. Um.
1: But I he's I'm not
0: the yeah. first human to do it. You know uh, what no, I
1: mean? No, 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 no. Like I'm, I'm just gonna try and, yeah, like, lay it out because he does, he is manipulative and a little bit gaslighty throughout a lot of this, and I was very upset at exactly a lot of what you said. Him like trying to make her guess, him never apologizing, him being like. He just kind of stonewalls, like he doesn't give anything back to her. He, yeah, like he doesn't explain himself well. And then is mad then, when he
0: she doesn't give anything back to him, which I will say mm-hmm. is like on her, and I don't think she handled it particularly well either.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I think, sorry,
1: yeah, I think this is like I think this show to Greg is just kind of ridiculous,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think he's felt like similar to Blake with Becca. Back on that season. Um, I think he's kind of felt like it was him and Katie since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think the rhythm of the show and the way Katie has spoken to him throughout the season has kind of reinforced that for him. Mm -hmm. Like he got the first impression, Rose. He got the first one-on-one. He got a second Mm one-on-one. Like these things have never happened before on the show. So I think in a lot of ways, like in his world of this show, it's like, okay, well, like, The rules of the show and the roses and the one-on-ones and the fantasy suites and whatever like those don't really apply to me because clearly like it's just what katie and i have no one else has yeah and like therefore like i'm i might actually be falling in love with her like Mm -hmm. this might be real and okay now i'm with my family and this went pretty well and this is my sympathetic Greg take. I'm mm-hmm. trying to yeah, get I'm yeah, trying yeah. to get there. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I appreciate so he it. Like, from you. So he does so at this moment he finally like really pours it out there and does this whole like you fill this hole in my heart thing, and like I'm falling in love with you. Like here's me as as real as I can be. And in that moment, she looked at him and said, I just love looking at you. It really was 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 a tough moment. And I was like, oh, like, because she really has this, like kind of this whole season, I think she's, like you said, she's taking being the Bachelorette very seriously. Mm -hmm. Like she really wanted her dramatic moment with Thomas, where she like had this big rose ceremony moment and was like, okay, you're auditioned for the Bachelors over. And like, this is her Hannah Brown moment. And now this is her, um, And she's kind of had her, like, sex positivity message. And, Mm -hmm. like, she's taking, like, the job of Bachelorette seriously. Yeah. And she's, like, telling the families, like, I'm not going to tell anyone I love them. And at the end, like, everybody gets hurt except one person. Mm -hmm. And, like, she's kind of, like, hitting all the beats of Bachelorette. And Greg just was, like, he was, like, hey, like, I need you to not be the Bachelorette for a second. Like, are you actually in love with me? Or is this, like – And she, like – was like, wait, like you haven't made me do this all season, and now you're making me do it. Yeah, and like it was, um, it's like I, I could understand like where his head went to get there, um, but then he just, <sighs> but then he just like got stuck, and he yeah,
0: well, and also there was like no, <sighs> and he got empathy. angry,
1: and he got like spoiled kid about it. Kind yes. of like I've gotten my way all season. Give me my way. Yeah, um, there
0: was no empathy from him for her position
1: mm-hmm.
0: during any of their conversation. And here's the thing, Greg, like, give it three days and you're in fantasy seats where it, clearly her hesitation is saying this on camera. And we know that Bachelor Nation loves a, a twist, a something happening happening differently, but at the end of the day even though those twists are like crazy and make great television and blah 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 at the end of the day the brunt of bachelor nation falls on the lead like claire oh, still gets shit for what she did and like dale doesn't and so at the end of the day it's going to be mm-hmm. her that people are going after and so i didn't love yeah yeah like Greg needed to empathize with her a little bit more like, and I didn't love that. And if you wait two more days, Greg, you'll be in fantasy suites with you where she will tell you exactly what you want to hear. And frankly, there is no other wording that she can say without completely spoiling the ending of the show. She's saying as much as she possibly can and just nothing was going to be – he was just in a mode and in a zone where nothing was going to be enough for him from her in that moment. I don't think there was any way for Katie to win with him in that moment.
1: Yeah. Like it was just well, – I think the only way she won is if she ends the show right there and says it's you. Yes. Which is like the like the selfishness of him trying to force her hand to do
0: Oh, I hated it.
1: Was – that's when I got really mad Mm -hmm. and I was just like, no, you're just, you're being a child Yeah, right now. Like you're you're throwing a fit. Like you just said you wanted to like step up and propose to this woman and like build a life together and a family together. And the first time she didn't just like completely acquiesce to what you wanted, like you threw a temper tantrum and just walked away. Yeah. Like it was the wall, like him, like just very coldly walking away when she was like literally like on her knees.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: uh uh-uh. uh Very out on that. Um,
0: no, and also like Greg, I know you're not blind to what you signed up for.
1: Like uh, that, I was curious about that. Like that, I don't know. Like I has he really never seen the show? I doubt that.
0: I don't always love the like you know what you signed up for thing. I don't uh-huh. love that, but like Greg, it. And she set the boundary very clearly that she's not going to say that until the end. But I bet you if he would have stayed, she would have told him, it's you and I at the end of this thing. Let's figure it out. I mean, for God's sakes, it, he says to his mom, yeah, we've got it all figured. Out. I think it was his mom. We've got it all figured out. She's going to move to New York. We're going to do this. Like, oh, that. Like,
1: it was his friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was his
0: friend. He's like, yeah, no, I love her. We're, we've talked about getting married. We're going to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, so they have talked about all of this, which I would be curious when that happened because we didn't see that at all. So clearly that was left on the editing room floor. Um, but, like, Greg, what more can she do to tell you that this is it?
1: Yeah, I guess my, like... My only way to, like, spin this back, I get like, is... Like, if in that moment, like, if Katie really believed, like, Greg is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with, and he's forcing my hand here, like, she ends the show, right? Yeah, and there,
0: I mean, we've talked about it before, there are lots of rumors about the, about how production didn't like her, and maybe this was her being like, I know I've done a lot of stuff that production hasn't liked this season, this is like, I'm not gonna end it. That early this way, because um, I'm yeah. going to play play I ball till the end.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, you don't like Colton already kind of proved you don't have to play ball, right?
0: I mean, I like, guess so. Did Claire? But
1: yeah,
0: Katie wants to. Here's the thing: Katie doesn't want to just be a bachelor or bachelorette. She wants to be beloved.
1: Right. I think this is where like Greg's like irrational anger yes. becomes semi-rational. Yes, because he's pushing her and her actions are indicating to him that she cares more about finishing out the show than actually like having a life with him. Yes. Cause he's trying to get to bridge the gap between like, okay, like are we really in love together? Or like, are you just going to kind of pick me at the end and we'll see what happens? Yeah. And he's like, cause if you really know it's me, we can do this now. Yeah. Still very selfish and manipulative to push her into that. Agreed. But the fact that she didn't engage on that or didn't um, give in to that pressure makes me think she wasn't a hundred percent sold.
0: Well, I think also that. But if I'm, which is
1: good, because I think clearly this wasn't a healthy relationship. Well, here's this is my how they deal th- with conflict. Even if I did, <laughs> if I
0: was watching him behave like this, I'd be like, nope, I'm out. Right. Like how? Like he doesn't. First of all, he didn't communic- communicate his feelings. Then he asked her to guess them, and that put her in a bad position. Then no matter what she did, he wasn't going to get out of his grumpy mood. Then he refused to look at anything from her perspective. He was super selfish, and all of those are huge red flags. So if I'm her and he's like basically throwing a fit because she's not giving him what he wanted, I'd be like, oh, well, now I'm definitely not Mm -hmm. because now I have a ton of doubt. Like, this is, this is not reassuring for me at all. I know you want me to reassure you, and I want to, because I do think it's you and me at the end of this, but I, like, now I'm like, oh, I don't even know if I know you.
1: Yeah, like, I, I think this, like, it was brutal to watch, but I think good that it happened. Oh, yeah. Because I think if, like, they had had, like, no adversity this whole time, and, like, She just picks him at the end. I think they break up in a year, probably. Yeah. He was
0: really giving off the biggest little brother vibes.
1: Yeah. The biggest
0: baby of the family vibes, for sure.
1: Probably. Like, it seemed like... uh, Who was the bachelorette who, like, her favorite left with, like, three to go? Uh, Desiree. Yes. Um, I think Brooks was his name. And she was, like, clearly going to pick him. Yeah, that was devastating. And he just, like, left. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she kind of went back and, like, and she's, like, still married to the guy yeah, she she's ended up with now. Yeah, she's married to Chris. Yeah. I think and his name's Chris. Yes. Yeah. Um, but now I'm wondering, like, where, like, I guess we can move into, like, Caitlin coming to, like, kind of talk Katie mm. through it. And she, like, just wants to go home because, like, that's who she thought she was going to pick. And, mm. like, clearly that was... And she it. also
0: says, well, what she says is, Michael S. is gone my and. Greg's now gone, like what's even the point? Yeah. Basically. Oh yeah. Which made made me go, oh, was Michael A like the other top two person? Mm-hmm. Was it between those two? Like, cause frankly, then Greg lucked out. <laughs> like his biggest competition was gone. Why didn't he just like shut up and wait a couple of days?
1: Yeah, I don't know. He just imploded. And I mean He did. Yeah. I've
0: never seen anybody implode like that.
1: Yeah, Blake did on Becca's season well one, but they, once, but I mean he, what, but he, he, didn't, he got he,
0: sent home right he, he didn't, didn't do it to himself yeah, so he didn't, yeah
1: yeah
0: I think the only other self-implosion like that I've seen on the show that's maybe that bad is maybe Luke P
1: oh uh, like couldn't keep up his yeah, yeah different
0: type of implosion but couldn't keep up his act long enough
1: yeah and like and I also I guess just to just to address the point of like we've mentioned Greg is like taking acting classes and like all these like other things. Like I I really don't think there's anyone in the world who's a good enough actor to like show up, to have this plan on this show. No, I agree. I'm going to go like this far. And then once it gets to the final end, I'm going to turn it on her. And, um,
0: yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think he's
1: corny, but I don't think he's that. <laughs> yeah. Unless he's just a genius, and I don't think he's a genius.
0: No. Um, well, and you have to leave favorably from this franchise. Yes. Like, you either got to go full villain or full favored to, like, mm-hmm. go anywhere with this afterwards, you know? Yeah.
1: Do you think Katie would have been... Is there any reason to think Katie would have been better served if she had just done the Ben Higgins and... Told them Just, both I love you? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Really? You think yeah. that would have worked better for her?
0: Yeah. I think it's... <laughs> I don't know. Because then he's easy. still
1: here. And yeah. I think, based on this, I think he's a person she should not pick. Because oh, he's not ready to be in a relationship.
0: No. Um, not that I think she's as ready as she thinks she is either. But alas, not... I don't know. Um, I think it's easier to be like, you know what, I was in the throes of the process, sure, yeah, and then be like, I thought I really loved them, but then I realized it was you. Like, it's easy to fall in love with people, but to stay, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> then it, it, I don't know, I don't know which approach I would take, yeah, but. I think she would have been in a better situation. She could have at least bought herself more time. I think, I don't know if her perspective, cause I don't remember her saying the whole, I'm not going to tell anybody I love them.
1: She only told it to the families. She told it to Greg in their second conversation when he came back. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that should have been something she said to them a while ago. No, if I that agree. was her, if that was in fact her plan from the beginning.
0: I do wonder if like Michael A was still there because she also said to Michael A., I really thought it was going to be me and you at the end of this."
1: Mm. Well, he offered himself at the Mentel all, and she yes. she kind of indicated that she was That happy. she
0: moved on. Yeah. yeah. So I don't um, I don't know how it's all going to play out.
1: Yeah, I was say how would you feel? Because I mean, I guess the last time we saw this. Was it's not a perfect comparison, but Peter wanting to pick M- Maddie Prue and then she being like, nah. And then he was like, okay, maybe Hannah Ann, but actually, I have the best connection with Kelly this whole time and yeah. we'll end up dating eventually. Yeah. Uh, like, how do you like for Blake and Justin? Like, I just like, don't
0: think there's a world she picks Justin.
1: And I, I don't either, but like, I kind of feel bad, like, because they're just like there, like, thinking they're in the final two sort of
0: i'm i was but, like also like, dead like the one moment of comic relief was when blake was like yeah i'm really stressed about it I'm gonna go work out and greg was like you're doing way better than i am <laughs> <I'm>
1: like <laughs> greg like, yeah, was no. just like spiraling having yeah, a panic attack
0: greg is anyway. like halfway down the toilet like <laughs> he just like flushed himself and he's just spiraling yeah and um, blake's
1: just like i'm gonna go drink some pre-workout and do some bench. like i'm
0: gonna take a shot of maple <laughs> syrup and go throw some weight around um no i um i don't know i mean she says she's happy i i don't I mean, like how do you
1: think like is she gonna like like do you think she's gonna book a flight home do you think she's gonna uh or like does she gonna go like talk to these guys and be like hey like I was way more into Michael and Greg and they Wait, both left.
0: Yeah, let's talk about two things real quick. So, one, um, I know you were trying to talk about a thing, but I think this goes along with it.
1: You can talk about how good Caitlin was.
0: Caitlin did such a phenomenal job. And she this would have been, she was unbelievable. This would have been such a different situation if Chris was still here. That would not have been as interesting if Chris was still there.
1: Yes. This I is why Chris...
0: I love Taisha and Caitlin hosting.
1: Yeah. I will say, Chris did a phenomenal job with Colton's f- fence jump, them yes. like walking along that street in Portugal or wherever they were. Chris crushed that part, but he yes. would not have been equipped to do this.
0: No, no, this is why, and maybe it's like a bachelor to bachelorette thing, because I don't know, like I have no idea how they're going to facilitate hosts for the bachelor.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I think it would have been awkward if it was like, if Greg was the bachelor and he was the one like in the bathroom crying and like yes. Caitlin approached the bathroom. I'd, don't know if that would have gone as well. Yeah. Um, um, but I think her and Katie have established this rapport all season. I think so.
0: She, they seem to really be buds and really have connected since and Caitlin then. Caitlin really
1: seemed to care. Yeah. Um, and she was still doing her job as the host, like, trying to push the show along. But, yeah. But I do think she handled that really, really well.
0: Yeah. And I think she was super empathetic. She's like, listen, I remember crying into a salad being like, I'm done. I'm over it. Um, which I actually think is super interesting because obviously Caitlyn and, and her pick, Sean, have since split. Now she's with Jason and ultimately she wouldn't be with Jason if it weren't for The Bachelor. And so that's like a whole other thing. Um, but her being like, I'm glad I didn't quit, all of that. Like I think that was a compelling thing in an entirely different way. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was – so the preview for next week. We see Caitlyn – I think it was Caitlyn, not Tasha talking to the guys being like, or maybe both of them both together of them, yeah. being like, Hey, so here's what's up. And we don't get to see what they say. And then we get a preview of Caitlin or Katie talking to her mom and her mom being like, we've taught ourselves that we don't need a man. So I wonder if we're going to get a little bit more Katie backstory. Cause we do know her parents were divorced. Um, and so I, I'm interested to see what that dynamic is or what that conversation is. And then, I mean, next week is the finale and then we get an after the final rose. So that's the end of it.
1: That is how it goes.
0: That is how a finale (laughs) works. It is typically the end.
1: Yes. And I'm, yeah, I'm just all the way back in. Yeah. Like, and I'm really fighting the urge to read any spoilers because this is like the most intrigued I've been by a finale in a long time. Yeah. And... Yeah, I'm just I'm really fascinated by where she's going to go no, for and sure. how she's going to handle like well Justin and Blake first and then yeah I guess if she is going to be like hey we're going to try it out or
0: yeah like <laughs> like what are fantasy suites is, are both of them still going to get a fa- are there fantasy suites or is she just like um I'm all in on one of you and this is oh, the end like yeah, I, I don't have know. no idea.
1: But yeah, I also thought it was funny, like, all episode when she was telling, well, not all episode, when she, like, told Greg's family, like, hey, he's getting a rose, like, he's going to be here next week. I was like, well, they all will, Katie. Michael went home. Like, no, yeah. It was just, like, really confused. Uh, but yeah, I guess we're just skipping fantasy suites. I don't uh, know. Which was, yeah, Blake is heartbroken, I'm which sure. Which on the most, yeah, <laughs> on
0: the most sex positive season ever. Wow. Feels wrong.
1: That is ironic. I know.
0: The irony is not lost on us. We are quick on our feet. <laughs> me especially.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> not today. Not always. Um, but anyhow.
1: Okay. So.
0: Any other so last minute What are minute your thoughts?
1: hopes? Do you want her to give it a try with Blake? Or you, do you want her just, to just kind of kind of walk away a single woman at this point?
0: Like I said, I don't think there's a world in which... Her and Justin end up together.
1: Yeah, I. That would be like they would have changed the editing in some way to make me love Justin more. Yeah, like, I find Justin. I think he's fine. Like I think he's probably a cool dude. I think dude. he
0: paints a beautiful rose. He does,
1: but I, but think I they, don't. Think they he's would have the given us. For Katie. Yeah, they would have given us more. Yeah. Um, but they have given us quite a bit of Blake, which makes me think he's the only option.
0: Well, and here's the thing I like about Blake. Versus like her not picking anyone. Blake always shows up and it could be because he's been through the experience before, but Blake always shows up for Katie.
1: It's, he seems to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I like that about him. Like without qualms, without, yeah. Like he shows up to make Katie feel special. Mm -hmm. Like it never really felt like Greg showed up to make Katie feel special. He just like, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, does that yes. make sense? Yes, yeah, I never understood why she was into Greg from the beginning.
0: Yeah, I also never understood like everybody in America, like my entire TikTok was blowing up with like all this Greg love about how hot oh, he is really? and how everybody, yeah, how everybody would like die for Greg and I'm like he looks like every mediocre boy you went to high school with. Like, why are you interested in this man?
1: Tough look for Greg. Also, Uh
0: I said to you last night when we were watching, and I feel like America, aka our audience Uh (laughs) of 27 people, should know that I said, watching Greg tonight really explained to me why he played D2 basketball. I forgot you said. I mean, does it not? Think about that. Chew on that, America. (laughs) Wow. Chew on that, America. Think about that, because I really do think it's pretty clear. He's a quitter. Doesn't put that much effort in and wants to just be rewarded for everything. Some real D2 energy. (laughs)
1: Sorry, Greg.
0: (laughs) If you ever wanted to know what the conversations (laughs) in the Schindlerley household look like, it's that. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my. Anywho, okay. I think, oh, yeah. My. I mean, I would love to see her give it give a shot with Blake. I'll be interested to see, like, if he finds another way to kind of quote unquote show up for her. Um, but I don't know. What do you think?
1: I don't know. I, I think like she either gives that a shot, but I think she, if she does give that a shot, I hope she, like, is honest enough to like take a step back and be like, Hey, like I have to be fair to Blake because clearly I wasn't all in on that. Yeah. And now it feels it's going to, he's going to watch this and be like, Oh, well clearly I wasn't the first choice. Um, so if she wasn't honest with him about that up front, um, then they're probably not in a good place last night when they watched it together. Um, but so yeah, see. I mean, I, I hope they don't like, I hope, Nobody proposes, I guess is where I'm at. And but I hope she's with Blake and I hope they're trying stuff. Yeah. Not that way. Sorry. That came <laughs> off weird. I just hope they're trying to figure it out. I was about to I give am... you a look. Yeah. I'm yeah. Wow.
0: Uh... <laughs> All right. And on that note,
1: <laughs> ladies and
0: gents, we'll meet you back here next week to discuss the finale, which in case you missed it, mm-hmm. means the end.
1: Yeah. Is Greg of the gonna season? be there? I think after Greg? the final.
0: Okay, so actually, someone tweeted something like along those lines, and Caitlin basically indicated at after the final rose.
1: Oh, he is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Well, that is terrifying for him. <laughs> Good luck, Greg. Hopefully, you have matured and learned how to communicate slightly better, <laughs> at
0: least mildly.
1: Um, anything else you want the people to know?
0: I love you, America. Yeah? We're going to go watch Simone Biles do what she loves.
1: Yeah, on the balance beam?
0: Yeah, we got to go. Okay. GTG. Ladies and gents, we'll talk to you soon. I, Follow I, us on socials going to say,
1: where can they find
0: us? At Good People Bad TV on Twitter. Good People Bad TV pod on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and... Email us at goodpeoplebadtv at gmail.com. Your thoughts, questions, concerns. All that. No criticism, though. We take no slander, self-slander in this house.
1: Yeah, exactly. We criticize people for being immature, but we're not mature enough to handle criticism. I would
0: exclusively like to outwardly (laughs) criticize and take absolutely none. Thank you.
1: Oh, man.
0: All right. Bye.
1: (laughs) Talk to you next week.